your hosts, Mike and Joey. Well, hello, Mike. No, hi, hello. How are you doing? You woke me up there, Jay. Uh, yes. Who are you again? You're Joey. Joey, that's right. So, we're back for another episode here of the Morrowology Podcast. And we're going to just get started. This is going to be a little different than last episode because we're going to actually get down to the meat and potatoes of what we decided we wanted this to be. So, just wanted to give you guys some uh, current event stuff here. If you um, are on Facebook, like I know most of you are, visit the Bringing Sunshine to Morrow County uh, group. In there today, I found that the Johnsville firefighters are having a drive through fish fry on March 27th, starting at 4 p.m., and it goes to whenever they're done with the fish. Whenever the fish is gone, it's done. Um, it's going to be at the Johnsville Fire Department. That's 7478 County Road 242 in Johnsville. And it says here that they have fish, coleslaw, french fries, hush puppies, and chicken, uh, I'm sorry, chicken nugget dinners are also available as well. So that sounds pretty good. I'm thinking some fish. I mean, it's... Oh, it sounds really good. Mm. Um, and you said you, you gave the address, but that's where the old uh, Johnsville School used to set. That's right. Mm -hmm. The old Johnsville. Always tying it back to history. I like that. I, I am. I, like I only that. live a couple miles from there, so... All right, so yeah, um, visit the Johnsville Firefighters at their drive through Fish Fry on Saturday, March 27th at 4 p.m. Again, that's in Johnsville, where the old uh, school used to sit and where the new fire department sits. And actually, I saw a picture of the fire department, and it actually looks pretty cool. It is. I've been in there, and it's unbelievable what they have up there. Super nice. That is definitely a benefit for that community. Um, one thing that I did see is a friend of mine on Facebook was posting that the Red Cross is looking for volunteers, and he actually kind of made it a game show that there's all kinds of fun things that you can get. Would that be Michael Vance? It would be Mike Vance, yes. yep. He did share that. <laughs> so if you're interested in being a Red Cross volunteer, uh, just know that volunteers are needed for that uh, agency. They do a lot of good things, um, and uh, they can also assist with flooding which is always a concern in the spring as snow melts and we get the nice oh. spring showers. This spring, and, that might be uh, fun with all the snow that's melting. And, um, you know, there's all kinds of fun stuff the Red Cross can do besides tornado and disaster relief. Some of the other things here that he lists are blood drives. Right. And um, I know that every, I believe every pint of blood that you give can save potentially three lives. So you get red cells, you get uh, plasma, and you get platelets. So I know that being a lab tech, what does that mean to the rest of you? Just know that it's important stuff, and should you need it, you want it available. That's right. So the life you save might be your own. That is true. So visit the redcross.org forward slash volunteer today. All right, so business owners, if you are looking to post uh, things about your business, to find business, or uh, people of Morrow County, if you're looking for a business because you need a contractor to do this or that, please check out Think Local First, Morrow County, Ohio group on Facebook. It is a great gathering of folks to um, share local businesses, to stay local, and many of those give locally as well and spend time and or money uh, to benefit uh, uh, just about everything, if you really think about it. What was it. the name of that uh, Facebook page again, Joey? It is Think Local First, Morrow okay. County, Ohio. And that's a group. 
Now, if you're looking for historical stuff, like Mike typically does, you can also look up Morrow County, Ohio, past, present, and future. That group is another great opportunity for folks to see fun pictures. They post a lot of pictures of different buildings and things in the past. They've had conversations about some of the towns that never were. Uh, they maybe had their own zip code or things like that. Um, and then we also post you know, a lot of things in there about what's coming up in, in the the future here or Thus, what past present and future you know now that makes sense <laughs> that makes so much sense and of course you know what would it be without becoming springtime and thinking about kindergarten registration all right so i found cardington lincoln schools is going to be holding their kindergarten uh, registration for students in the 2021 2022 school year and it's a by appointment only so you can't just show up. So it's appointment only, and you need to call 419-864-6692 to schedule your appointment. Again, that is 419-864-6692 to get your little one registered for kindergarten. And I know that hit the Powell household here this year as um, our son is getting ready to go to kindergarten this year. He's that big already? He is. He wow. is ready to go to kindergarten this year. However, my wife is not ready for him to go to kindergarten. I'm sure she's not. <laughs> and then to close out this section, just wanted to give you guys a quick update of the weather. It looks like it's going to be to the high 30s uh, Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, it looks like it's going to be in the upper 40s. And then back down to the mid-30s, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday into the 40s. And then next week, I see some 50s here. Let's see if we can actually get that. Far. Yay, 50s, yeah. Yeah, let's get that far. All right, Mike, did you have something you wanted to share with us? Well, I do, but I, I also want to uh, uh, let people know that if you have something that you want to talk about with your group, uh, your organization, uh, please let us know, and uh, we'll get you on here. Uh, Marilyn Weiler has already contacted us, wanting to talk about Headwaters, so we'll have her on soon, I'm sure. And there are others that, um, you know, that's what we're here about, uh, promoting Morrow County. That's right. And that Headwaters, um, which is right outside of Mount Gilead, um, just down from the Sheriff's Department, one thing that is nice about that is prior to COVID, they did a lot of weekly events there with the kids. My kids would go there and they absolutely loved, loved folks they had on team there that would do educations with the kids. We've actually gone and walked it a couple times. They have a nice set of walking trails as well as mm -hmm. some of the, uh, there's like a lake back there. And then you have bird watching. So they have this fence that you can sit on and you can peek through the fence to see, you know, watch the birds and stuff. So it's so neat. It's another local treasure, folks. Get out there and let's take a look and um, view Morrow County and all of its beauty at Headwaters in Mount Gilead. Yes, most certainly. I was back there long before it was Headwaters when the county home still owned it. So uh know that area. I was raised not far from there. So I did not know that was part of the county home. So. It was. They owned both sides of County Roads uh, 76. And when I was growing up, there were still folks there that had farmed with horses and so on. So you would see them out there plowing and reaping and whatever with horses. That's not that long ago. No. Well, for you it is. Well, you, you don't remember. <laughs> I think that was before me. That might have been before the 80s. Well, speaking about the county home, I was reading in the uh, history of Morrow County that was uh, written back in 1880 about the county home. There apparently was an orchard there 
that had been planted by Jonathan Chapman. Jonathan Are you familiar Chapman. with that name? I do know the name, and I don't know if you want me to ruin the surprise or not. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see. Jonathan Chapman is the Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Appleseed. And in the 1880 Mara County History book, it says that there was one of the old orchards on this place, the county home property, tradition has it, was planted by the eccentric Johnny Appleseed. This tradition is very generally believed, and others in Chester and Washington Township are pointed out to the stranger as originating in that way. Um, a little bit about Johnny Appleseed, and apparently he was here after 1848 when uh, Morrow County was formed. Little's known as the history of this strange character. His proper name was Jonathan Chapman, as we said, and he was, it is supposed, a native of New England. He was a Swedenborgian in religious faith, and it seemed became crazy on this subject. His eccentricity, consisting in a peculiar gentleness towards all living creatures, and the planting of apple seeds on the frontier far in advance of the white settlements. Custom to go into the older settlements of Pennsylvania at that time of making cider and carefully gathering a peck or more of apple seeds uh, from the pomus, place them in a bag, and start on foot for the western wilds. He was familiar with all the trails and seemed as welcome with the Indians as with the whites. Johnny Appleseed was right here in Morrow County planting seeds. I had always heard that, but I did not know where. So apparently he was he didn't wear shoes. He was barefoot most of the time. The pictures that you see of a uh, pan on his head for a hat, that's apparently accurate. And, really? Uh, yes, yes. So Eccentric. Uh, Johnny, yes. Yes, <laughs> what you just said. By the time he was coming to the Morrow County area, his beard and hair were long and dark and his uh, eye black and sparkling. So he was an older gentleman by the time he was spreading his apple seeds in Morrow County. You know, we can take some claim to him. There's a long, long poem in here about him, but I'm not, I'm not going to read it. So what book are you referencing here? Mike? This is the 1880 History of Morrow County. Um, it's a reprint that the uh, Genealogical Society had uh, they sold copies of. I don't think they have any available now, but uh, I happened to come across this one. And it does not look like a book from the 1880s. It's well, a newer copy. I obviously, said it's a reprint. I yes. know. I just wanted to. <laughs> I'm trying to describe the book here, but it's it's literally I don't know two and a half inches thick, uh, double sided pages right. that are full of history, and I can't wait for us to kind of dig through some of that and share some of that with these folks. Well, this particular one was a reprint in 1999. 1999. Wow, in the last millennia. And I'm reading through the pe people that helped, uh, that were on the History Book Committee, and I knew some of these folks, and most of them have since passed, so. Well, that is awesome. Johnny Appleseed right here in Morrow County. Amazing. Absolutely. I don't know if, I, it would be interesting to know if any of that orchard still survives. That would be interesting, though. I can't imagine apple trees lasting that long, but it's possible. All right. So, just wanted to uh, round to our next topic here. What is going to be happening here locally? Wanted to share with you guys a fun website for Morrow County. Now, this is the government page for Morrow County, and it is going to give you a ton of information if you're interested. So, if you go to morrowcountyohio.gov, It'll actually bring you to a webpage for the overall county, uh, Love Life, Live Rule, the slogan for Morrow County. On 71, you're going to go under 61. Mm -hmm. You'll actually see, it says Morrow County, it's stamped in with the leaf there. Super cool when they redid that. When it takes you to the front page here, you're going to see 
a picture of the uh, the new dam at the state park here in town. This is a family show now. Watch your language. Yes. Sorry about that. Spelling's different. Okay. Um, all right. So down the left-hand side, it gives you all kinds of public resources that you can, can see here from the airport information to um, elected official information, employment opportunities. It even links you to ODOT. So we belong to District 6, um, which is, I believe, um, Morrow and Delaware, I think Franklin. It just It's kind of weird the way that it's broken up, but we are in District 6. Um, Ohio means jobs, so state jobs as well as the ODOT page there. And um, property tax, it actually gives you that information. Um, so lots of information here. So visit morrowcountyohio.gov for that information. And one of the coolest things I think they have here is that you can actually go to the auditor's page. And when you go to the auditor's page, um, it actually will allow you to search parcels, owners, and addresses. So you can actually pull up your information and see exactly how much you owe in tax, how much you've paid. Uh, so it's just some good information. Again, it is morrowcountyohio.gov. Lots of good information there, and um, there is the economic development page there as well. You were uh, mentioning the uh, district that we're in, District 6 with the yes. ODOT. There are actually eight counties in that district. It's it's along the blue right there. Yeah, so it's like Morrow, Marion, here. all the way down. Morrow, Marion, Union, Delaware, Franklin, Madison, Fayette, and Pickaway. Yeah, and if you go by the um, ODOT garage, which is... Uh, right 76 off of 76 and 42. Yeah, 76 and 42 right there. Uh, north of Mount Gilead, you'll actually see they actually have gotten some awards for the internal ODOT for ice and snow removal. So kudos to those guys. Um, this year has been rough for them. Uh, actually, it was only about a two-week thing, I think, that where they really, it was real rough because it snowed like every day or every night, mm -hmm. um, blowing, drifting. So kudos to the ODOT workers for staying safe. And remember, folks, if you come up against a plow, give them space. They need the room. Don't crowd the plow. Yes. All right. It's dangerous for you and for the driver of that uh, truck. Some of the other information here for the county today is if you're looking for a COVID vaccine, call the health department um, and some of the local drugstores also are providing the COVID vaccine. So reach out if you would like to call the health department. It's 419-947-1545, extension 302. It says to leave the following information, your name, age, phone number, and groups such as like healthcare, over 65, a teacher, junior population, etc. Give them that information and then let them know when you would like to come in anytime or only in the morning or only in the afternoon. Just know, guys, that yesterday it looked like the uh, FDA gave emergency approval or emergency authorization use to Johnson and Johnson vaccine, which is a single shot vaccine. Right. So with that, that now brings three producers, three producers that are providing vaccines now to everyone. So that is a huge improvement. And some of the numbers that I saw is that potentially by the end of April, there will be 76 million vaccines available. Mm just in what the producers are going to surge into just the United States population. Now, the United States is only about 330 million uh, individuals. I know not everyone will get a shot. However, if you want a shot uh, or shots, depending, 
because uh, Pfizer and Moderna are the uh, two shots uh, with the space in between. Johnson Johnson is one. They're available, folks. Uh, we know that folks are wanting them, but we are, you know, they are giving them out at the, the age limit. So, you know, they're requiring so much. Um, but, you know, it won't be long, especially with Johnson Johnson now coming to market, that they're going to open the floodgates to everybody. Sure. So just be aware and be ready and, you know, keep doing what works. We've seen mask up, social distance, just keep fighting the good fight. We will return to normal at some point. All right, Mike. What do we got? Anything? Any? Uh... Um, uh, I'm I'm at a loss right now. I, I... <laughs> wow. Write that down. Mike is at a loss for words. I left him speechless. It, it does happen. So I will share Be the Beck and Joey cartoon because I did not do that early on. Oh yeah, sure. So this week, so apparently uh, holding a contest, and there was a new contest um, that ended yesterday, and so he posted some information today, and this one actually looks pretty neat. It's um. I can hardly read what it says, but it is the um, the world according to me by Mark Johnson as Beck and Joey. So take a look at this, folks. And if you haven't liked it yet, it's the Beck and Joey show with special guest Mark Johnson. Like them on Facebook, and Mark is so talented. He actually wrote the music to our intro and outro. Yes, Mark. Thank you. And uh, he's very talented as an artist. And I honestly can say that I know him, and he is a very, very gifted individual and uh, very pleasant to talk to and, and nice. So, all right, Mike, Historical Society, any update? Um, nothing new to report, really. Uh, let me see. Well, we're into March now. In next month in April, we'll be opening the History Center back up. Don't know the exact date yet. I'll tell you what, if you want to, uh, if you have a group or something that wants to uh, take a tour of the uh, center, I'm going to do something unusual. I'm going to give my phone number. Oh, write that down. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if, if you're curious and want to see it, my number is, you ready? 567 Two three one, eight seven zero nine, and no prank calls, please. But if you would like to see the history center, uh, even though we're not open, we do ask you give a little bit of a donation to help uh, defer the cost of um, the electricity and possibly turning up the heat. But there's so much to see there. Uh, did, do you remember the cannon setting on the square? I do. Well, did I don't remember, but I I know the story. You and I have talked about that. Did we talk about that yeah. last week? Okay. No, not last week. But okay. Otherwise, we you, have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, the Canon um, Mount Gilead was going to uh, build a gazebo on the, let's see, that'd be the southeast corner of the uh, North Square. They donated the Canon to the Morrow County Historical Society. And Jim Miller, who was president for many, many years of the Morrow County Historical Society, uh, put a lot of research into what kind of carriage would have originally been under that cannon, which had sat there for close to 100 years, had a carriage rebuilt for it. And for many years, we stored it in a barn, then took it out once a year to the Morrow County Fair. Well, now it is in the History Center at 17 West High Street, proudly sitting there. And Pollock, I can't remember his rank, that donated it to Mount Gilead because that was his hometown, there's a giant portrait of him hanging behind it. So the cannon is uh, has quite a story. I'm not going to tell you the whole story. You can come in. We have a room with pictures and has the story of how Mount Gilead ended up with that cannon. So um, 
When the History Center is open, make sure you come in, see the cannon, and hear the story. Lots of interesting displays going on dealing with the history of Morrow County at the Morrow History Center. That is um, really neat to see, honestly, you know, to think about. Because you read in a book as a kid, you or you see pictures from the Civil War or drawings or whatever, but when you actually get to see and touch history that, you know, is from that time period, which... You know, Mike and I were just talking uh, before we started recording here. Um, the Delevering Building in town is actually was actually built within the decade after the end of the Civil War, yeah, eighteen seventy six. So when you think about like, wow, we still have stuff today that's standing and being used mm-hmm. from that era. It's just it's just fascinating. It is. It's, it is. It truly is fascinating. Down where the Mexican restaurant is, there was a big hotel called the American House. It was long gone by the time I came around, but uh, I'll, I'll have to tell you some stories about that later, uh, another time or something. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll do some research on that and tell you more about that in an upcoming episode. All right. So to end today's episode, I'm going to talk about the Mar Little Theater event coming up. Oh, yes. And that is a variety show night times two for the benefit of Matt Carey. Matt Carey is a recent um, heart transplant recipient. Um, not from Mount Gilead. He's actually fire chief for Springfield Township. Oh, okay. Which is over in Ontario. Okay. okay. Um, they service that whole that whole area. But he is uh, he was on here for a while. Um, as one of the firefighters, great guy, great family. Um, um, he got ill. Uh, you know. His heart basically was failing because of the illness. He ended up getting a brand new heart uh, a little over a month ago. He walked out of the hospital. I talked about that last week. Right. What I want you guys to know is Mar Little Theater is itching to get back on the stage because of COVID. We actually closed pretty much everything, and we actually had to move our whole 10-year 10 10 anniversary season to 2021 and so far we're we're shooting zero here for that so we are holding a benefit for matt carey on march 11th that's a thursday night and that is at 7 p.m at the capitol theater in mount gilead and then the second night is going to be saturday march 13th at 2 p.m and that's also at the capitol theater what we're doing is it's a free will donation However, because of ticket prices, we need folks to go online to either the event page on Facebook or we need you to visit marlittletheater.org and it's the T-H-E-A-T-R-E. It is uh, important for you to visit that page. Click on the link to the Eventbrite. Tickets are free on there. You do not need to purchase them. However, all we're doing is reserving your seat It'll be free will donation at the door. Please help us help someone else in need. Again, that is going to be March 11th at 7 p.m. and March 13th at 2 p.m. at the classic Capitol Theater. And we want to thank Ben and Carol for allowing us to, to use that space for this event and for us to be able to get back onto stage. And I can tell you, Mike, MLT has something else up its sleeve. Oh, it does. We are scurrying behind the scenes here, as we would say. Uh, We're working on trying to get a live show um, together. Now that the governor has kind of released some of the 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 holds on on some standards and things allowing you know festivals and such and and prom mm-hmm. you know prom wasn't allowed to go on last year so we actually have something in the works I can't announce it yet can't share it yet but trust me you'll be you'll be entertained let's just say that you'll be entertained 
Well, let's go back to the uh, Matt Carey benefit. Is that going to be like a variety show, or what exactly is it? You didn't really it, say. Oh, I didn't. Well, it is a variety show, so we have individuals that will be singing. We also have a few individuals that will be impersonating people, such as Mark Twain or Red Skelton. Uh, two great nights. Oh, and I forgot to mention Bravada will be there. Bravada is an barbershop quartet oh, yes. from the Mansfield area. Uh, you might have seen them if you had seen uh, Music Man with Mar Little Theater mm-hmm. a couple years ago. They actually came down and they were in it. So we had a real live barbershop, which barbershop's not all that easy. However, we had a live barbershop. So they're coming down. They're going to do two sets with us um, in, the, in both of those shows there. We're super excited to be able to provide this kind of uh, talent to Morrow County and for so much good. Oh, so much certainly. Good. Now, uh, Joey, is there a way, if somebody can't make it to the show and they want to donate, what's a good way to get the donations to the family? Yeah, so you have a couple options. However, what we will do is we will open up our postage box Okay. to that. If you send, um, if you have a donation you want to send, you can either bring it up to the theater on those two scheduled events on the 11th or the 13th, or you can send it in an envelope check, please. Uh, you can send it to P.O. Box 86, Mount Gilead, Ohio, 43338. Again, that's P.O. Box 86. Address that as Mar Little Theater? Or... You can address it as Mar Little Theater, and in the memo, please write that it's for the for Matt Carey okay. benefit, um, and we will get that check to them. All right. Well, Mike, I think that's it for this episode. I think that's it, and uh, there's more to come next week. Next week. It'll be here before we know it. It will. <laughs> All right, folks. Until next time. I'm Mike. And I'm Joey. Happy trails. Did you notice that we don't have any ads on our podcast? If you're interested in having your business here, email us at marology at gmail.com.